Yo, Ryan, Instagram is dead. Have you heard that before? Well, Josh Ryan says it ain't, and he's here to show you how he's generated millions of dollars in business from it and how you can do the same. All right, Josh, thanks so much for coming on the Content Funnels podcast. So let's just jump right into it, break this down. Explain to me the strategy on how someone can use organic content on specifically on Instagram to drive revenue to a business. Like, what does that look like? What does the flow look like of taking someone from organic content to purchase on, say, they're like an education-based business where they need to educate someone on their product or service to, before they get them to buy? Yeah. So thanks for having me on. When it comes to Instagram, we just keep it really simple and just sort of look at who you're trying to get in front of, what content can you put out there that is going to help those people. And then we just focus on doing the fundamentals really well day in and day out. So if you're trying to educate people on something, put out educational content that is going to serve your target market and do it as consistently as you can. And if you're putting that content out there every day, that's just giving you more and more chances to get in front of those people you're trying to reach and build that audience up. And then eventually that's going to lead to business customers when you start promoting your office. If you build up an audience educating people on fitness tips they can use, and then one of those people has been following you for a couple of months and they see an offer on your story promoting a boot camp or a certain supplement that you might sell or coaching or any of those things, they already know you, they already like you, they already trust you, and they see you've then got an offer that's going to help them. They're going to DM you and it's going to be a very easy sale. And doing those fundamentals right, great content, put it out there consistently, make sure it actually serves those people rather than just photos of your brand or photos of yourself. Is it actually helping those people? Use the likes of hashtags to reach those people. Can you break down this? on? Let's use an example of like supplements. Let's say it's a supplement company. Like what would, obviously we know what showing up consistently means. That's pretty obviously, right? But what it was like, what would good content mean in regards to like a supplement company trying to get sales from Instagram? Yeah, so I would just look at what are people who are interested in supplements trying to learn and trying to know. So you could create infographics that explain the benefits of a certain supplement. So this one's going to help you in the gym. This one's going to help you lose weight. Why does it do that, et cetera? You can create carousels or infographics that educate people. Like if it's gym supplements specifically, that educate people on like what workouts to do. So, you know, this is the best workout you can do for your chest going to improve your chest and you know if you have this supplement with it that's going to help you because that's going to actually help those people with what they're trying to achieve and then naturally when they want a supplement who are they going to go to the person that's been giving them a ton of free valuable insights on how to train in the gym properly and get results or the random ad they saw probably the person that's given them like all that free stuff related to what they're trying to do yeah for sure totally i can see that now putting out really good content putting it out consistently there's a lot of people that do that. And I've seen a lot of people, they give up. They'll do it for like six months, eight months, a year, whatever. And then they give up because they're not getting exposure. What in the tactics do you think they're missing? What are like, even if they got good content out and they're not getting traction, what are some like fundamental tactics that they might be missing or that you see driving the most results in exposure on Instagram? Yeah, so at the moment, there's probably two main things. And they sort of somewhat tie into each other. Number one is having like a really good hook in your content. Like if you're posting carousels, if you're posting infographics, have a strong hook, how to improve this or how to do this. 
have something that jumps out so when someone sees it and they fit the target market that you're trying to reach, it stands out to them, it grabs their attention and they know it's going to help them. And this is a, a curious question before you get into the second one. On something like an Instagram carousel, do you know, does Instagram count it as like an engagement metric if somebody swipes on that carousel? So if you have a really good hook that wants to draw them to the next one, is that a positive signal if somebody's swiping to engage with that? Yeah, so I assume they would track swipes, but in general, what is, I guess, the byproduct of swipes is the amount of time someone spends on that post. And so it doesn't matter if it's a carousel, infographic, video, etc. If someone lands on your post and they spend like a minute wiping through it, reading the content, and that's a really good sign for Instagram that people are enjoying this, people are getting something out of it. Because anyone can swipe through a feed, double tap, swipe, double tap, swipe to like content. But if someone stops and they actually read through it, that shows it to Instagram that it's great stuff and they're going to push that out to more people. Which actually that also leads into the next point, which is Instagram Reels. And so if you can use Instagram Reels at the moment, the organic reach on them is just insane. So if you can have an Instagram Reel that has, one, got a great hook, and two, like you just mentioned, has got a high watch time or people spend a lot of time on it, which pretty much comes from a great hook followed up by interesting content behind it, stuff with a bit of substance and engagement. So like just being fast on camera, getting to the point, knowing what you're talking about, all of those things the organic reach is just insane. We've seen people go from like no followers to 10,000 followers in like 10, 15 days just using reels, like $0 in ad spend. It's just just ridiculous what you can do with them. What are two or three tips or best practices on doing reels? I would say the best one is keep them as to the point as possible. So like don't make it long and say, hey, I'm Josh and, and I do Instagram and here's three things you want to learn. It's like, Three things you want to grow on Instagram. Number one is this. Number two is that. Number three is that. Get straight to the point and just have like no, like a dead time in the video. Because if you can keep your points short, concise, and that's going to get people watching the whole reel. And when Instagram see that people like watch it the whole way through, again, that's going to push that content out to more people because they're going to see it as like a really valuable piece of content. Now, if we go back to our supplement company example, does someone, meaning a face, hopefully as pretty as mine and yours, does that a face need to show up in an Instagram reel? Or can you do Instagram reels with more, I don't know, faceless, for lack of a better word, content? So it doesn't have to have your face, although as long as you can just make it interesting uh, without having a face. So maybe for a supplement company, you might be showing, it might be like a voiceover. So I would say either having your face in it or like a voiceover of some kind is probably going to be the best way to do it. Because outside of that, like it's pretty hard to come up with something that's going to be really engaging, if that, if that makes sense. I mean, they could, I guess, show different workouts in the gym where it's not like a close-up of a face, but it's like from a distance. But you'd want to have at least a face or a voiceover just to captivate people, keep them engaged, because otherwise there's not much. I mean, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm missing something obvious where you, there's a, a way to create a reel without that, but yeah. Now, what would you say is like a, a best practice on like, video to graphic content, meaning like a ratio, like for every one graphic post, should you do like two like reels or do you have any rules of thumb around anything like that? Or should you post as much like reels content and never post graphic stuff? Like what's your take on that? I think it constantly changes. So it's hard for me to say like a specific number now and for it to still be relevant in a few months or a few years time. So it is worth sort of like playing with it. But at the moment, we're saying Reels is by far the best way to reach new people. 
However, your feed content, like the images you would post in your feed, is the best way to reach your existing followers, and you can still get organic growth from that. So I would say going almost 50-50 between reels and like carousel slash infographics slash educational like graphics is probably going to be the best thing. So half your content is primarily focused on reaching new people and will reach some of your existing audience. And the other half is focused on mostly reaching your existing audience and some new people as well. Last question for you. Hashtags. Now, historically, it was like, use all 30, use every hashtag that you could possibly use. And I think Instagram themselves have shifted what they're telling people to do within the past few months. What's best practices in 2021 around hashtags? So this is more of a guessing game than pretty much anything else on Instagram. Like you say, it was 30. Then they came out and said, I believe, 8 to 14. And now they've recently put a post out saying use 3 to 5. Yeah, I just saw the 3 to 5 one. Yeah, exactly. That was very recently. I would test sort of those three different ranges and see what works best for you. Because Instagram are saying 3 to 5. But on my bigger accounts, we're seeing best growth, like using 30 hashtags. And so that's one of my accounts that's close to 700K. We see by far the best results with all 30. On smaller accounts, we've found better success with having less hashtags. I think the reason behind that is when you've got a big account, we've got like tens of thousands of people liking our content every single day. So Instagram's got a huge amount of data on who enjoys our content and who to show it to. Whereas on a brand new account that might be small or have a few thousand followers, they're still trying to work it out. And so if you have a lesser amount of hashtags, but really specific to that content, it better speaks to the algorithm as to what your content's all about. And they can better show it to the right people who then engage with it. So I guess that's my theory on that. Smaller accounts should probably use less, bigger accounts use more. But at the end of the day, it does come down to a lot of just testing. Fantastic, dude. I think this was a lot of great information. If somebody wanted to connect with you and learn more about how you grow Instagram accounts and how you ultimately turn Instagram followers into revenue for businesses, how can they do that? Yeah. So my personal Instagram is just Josh Ryan or go to, or on YouTube, I've got a ton of insightful stuff there on YouTube, just Josh Ryan as well, or click me an email from my website, cleverpreneur.com. Cool, dude. Thanks so much for coming on, dropping some value on Instagram. All the strategies that Josh mentioned, I'll put them down in the show notes of this episode. And thanks again, Josh. Thanks for having me. Ready to launch your content funnel and turn your content into a revenue generating machine? Head to contentfunnels.co to snag a time on my calendar and let's chat about how my company can handle it for you. From A to Z, soup to nuts, head to toe, beginning to end. You get the idea. 